to a meaningful marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million-dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real-life stories. Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Hello and welcome to Missoni and Marshall, the Meaningful Marketplace. We are here weekly to discuss the journey of female food entrepreneurs. We're glad you've joined us today as we bring you stories of hope and inspiration. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. Sarah Missoni is out for today, off getting ready for food events and things. So it will just be me and our guest. Her and I are both gearing up for the Good Food Mercantile this weekend, and we will up and update you listeners on fun products that we find, and we're hoping to find um, a bunch of new fun guests at that show. If you don't know about the Good Food Mercantile or Good Food Awards, you can find um, our podcast where we talk to Sarah, the founder, on episode 121. And we want to thank our sponsor for supporting with Sony Marshall. Thank you for helping us to spread the word about small women entrepreneurs. Let's hear a word from our sponsor, Market of Choice. Market of Choice is a proud sponsor of Meaningful Marketplace. As a family-owned organ grocer for 42 years, Market of Choice strives to inspire, mentor, and assist a diverse group of local producers and foster equity in our communities. With 11 stores in Oregon, Market of Choice supports these craft makers, as well as farmers, fisherfolk, and ranchers, by bringing more than 7,000 local products to market. Together, we form a sustainable, community-based food system that serves our great state. To learn more, go to marketofchoice.com. And we would like to introduce you to our guests today. We have Leah Griffith, owner of Bellavino Gifts, making custom gift baskets featuring foods and products from small family and women-owned artisan businesses from Oregon. Welcome, Leah. We're glad you could join us today. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, totally. So this is the first time that we have met and chatted. So it's so nice to meet you in person, virtually, as we are. Uh, We want our listeners to be able to follow along. And um, can you tell us where they can find you on Instagram or online, the best place for that? Yeah, it's at bellavinogifts.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-V, as in Victor, I-N-O, gifts.com. Um, also on Instagram, also at Bellavino Gifts, and um, Pinterest is also Bellavino Gifts One. Oh, perfect! You know, we don't have a lot of people mention Pinterest when we come on the show, but I always forget that that's a good, fun platform, and it's probably a good one for you. So we'll make sure to find you on there. Very visual, so <laughs> yeah, it works well for me. It's so nice. I always look at it when I'm um, trying to figure out like the layout for posting something online. You know, if I like make a bowl of hummus and I'm like, I want to show a picture of this hummus I made with my hot sauce, but then I'll look on Pinterest to make it look good. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But like, how did those wonderful food stylists style their bowl of hummus? (laughs) Exactly. Everything's so pretty on there. (laughs) It's so true. Um, I wanted to ask you where the name Bellavino Gifts comes from. Oh gosh, you know, I 
I was just into wine like a lot when I <laughs> when I decided to restart my business up again because I had done it previously. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to change and I was very into Oregon wines and my focus was going to be the local, whereas before when I was doing it, um, it was not. Um, and so, yeah, and, and I just wanted it to be unique and that was, it was good, but it was bad also because not being a, an English name, <laughs> you know, uh, people are always like, wait, Bella, who, what? So, yeah. So I would probably um, go back and if I could do that over again, I would probably choose something a little easier, but it's, I still love it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a little too late for that. (laughs) 11 years in, it's fine. I think it makes it seem very fancy. I'm into it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Way fancier than I actually am. So. Well, um, you know, I was just having a conversation with someone about that, which is that I do this um, spice, these spice blends um, for pasta and for things for people to cook at home. And um, I was trying to explain, I wanted to be able to very easily in one sentence explain that we grow all these herbs in our garden and then I dry them and then I powder them. And so I had said that it was um, from the Marshall's Hot Sauce Estate. So, which is just yeah. our house. And so my friend Sarah messaged me and not Sarah Mathoni, but a different Sarah. I have a lot of Sarahs in my life messaged me and said, when you say um, estate, are you talking about your yellow house? And I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it just makes it a little bit easier to just one sentence, let people know that we are doing all of it in house. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so I wanted you to um, describe to our listeners about your um, gifting service and what kinds of things that you provide to the community. Yeah, it's um, so I have two kind of avenues. I have the kind of personal um, avenue and then the corporate side. Um, I have the online where you can, you know, cl- click and um, select and uh, pick a you know, a gift box or a gift basket that has these certain items in them, but you can, you know, customize them a little bit with colors or um, uh, tags and things. Um, Then there's the other side where it's custom completely from scratch where you fill out a form and we basically dive into your person and uh, um, design it specifically for them. Um, So, that one is where I get most, I think, of the personal side. And then the corporate side is more of the online or the, you know, when it's volume, um, then we we kind of, we go uh, more of the custom with their branding, um, you know, so that they can market their, uh, their gifts and get um, that tax deduction from it, <laughs> because there's a lot of industries that need to have their branding on the gifts them to be able to um, have that deduction. So, um, so yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really know that, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think realtors are one of the ones. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot that, um, but, well, and there's the other side of it too, where a lot of times in the corporate side, it, it is a, a male that's at the top of the, the food chain that's making the decision. Um, and so a lot of times this is something that really appeals to them is the, the having the branding on the gift. And so it makes a lot of sense to them. Well, and I bet um, 
you know, holidays and things trigger a lot of orders for you. So um, it's about to be Mother's Day. Uh, So what do you think your most popular order will be for Mother's Day? It's always the Oregon wine country basket or box. Um, Either that one or the one that um, the Oregon most popular most popular mother's day gifts and you had mentioned when we got on the phone before we were recording that um mondays always spark a lot of orders for you do you think that 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 there's a reason for that i mean i like to think that they're just like thinking about me all weekend and then they finally (laughs) you know get to talk to me on monday morning but no i you know i don't know i think it's just everybody starts getting their list of things they have to do for the the they start working on their to-do list i was wondering if it was that people did things that were bad and they were like i need to send an apology (laughs) basket to my coworkers." (laughs) oh you know what you might actually be right i i mean i didn't think of it from that angle but you know or they're yeah. like, I ditched my mom. I need to send her some <laughs> gift basket. <laughs> I, I do get those. I do. <laughs> Lots of I'm sorry's. When I was um, young, I volunteered at a hospital. My mom was a nurse, so I was like a candy striper and all those things, volunteered at the different hospitals that she worked at. But one one of my summer jobs was to work in the gift shop. So I didn't really realize how personal, um, you know, cards are that, that people call when they call in to order flowers or whatever it is that you really find out so much information by filling out those gift cards for people. And sometimes they're very funny and -hmm. sometimes they're very sad. Mm -hmm. And so I I bet you experience that a lot. I do because I handwrite all of those and uh, um, sometimes they're in different languages. So that half the time I'm like, well, I sure hope they spelled this right because this is, this is how it's going to go on there. But um, yeah, no, there, there have been some crazy ones. Um, yeah. That make me laugh. Others that make me cry. And I'm like, you know, by myself in my shop, just like, woo-hoo, you know, <laughs> falling. <laughs> I bet. I was thinking about that. Cause I was like, I just did that for like a couple of weeks, you know, but this is like your first full-time deal. So I bet you go on this like emotional roller coaster yeah. with your customers. Well, I do, especially for the custom side, you know, because um, people want to tell me once I, they start talking about their person, mm-hmm. they tell me a lot of stuff that yeah. they don't necessarily need to know for a gift basket, but mm-hmm. it just creates this whole bond and 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 thing with my my clients that, um, you know, I don't know, it's fun. I, I, I really, really enjoy that part because when I start to think about, well, the custom side really does take a lot of time. Um maybe I should just maybe concentrate on the online gifts only. And then like, but then I would give up all this like great, you know, stuff that I have with people from all over the country that'll just Mm -hmm. call up and just love the person that they're, they're sending something to and want to tell me all about them. And I love it. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's probably easier for them to talk to you than to actually talk to the person sometimes I mean if it's a really hard situation Mm -hmm. they can tell you what they're really feeling but maybe they can't always tell the person they're sending stuff to so they they want you to have all the information so you can send it with your baskets the energy of it all yes and that's usually in the I'm sorry category yeah (laughs) where I get a lot of that (laughs) yeah for sure yeah um well, how did you get into the gifting business? Was this something you always wanted to start or did it just sort of ease your way into it? Oh, gosh, no. My degree is actually from Oregon State um, in exercise sports science. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm obviously not doing that. Um, <laughs> 
I mean, I did for a while after I graduated. Um, I did the whole gym thing up in Portland. Um, and then I ended up um, having some back issues. And um, that wasn't going to be a career path I could continue down. So um, I was just doing gift baskets for friends. And I think I was at a baby shower or something. And I don't know who it was because I, I wish I could remember so I could give them credit. But they they said, oh, these are great. You should sell these. And I was like, oh, you're so right. I should sell these, right? <laughs> it was like the light bulb moment went ding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are my favorite moments. Right? But then I was like, um, I have no idea how to start a business or what to do or anything. Um, and this was about around 2000. Um and so I just got on the internet, started reading books, um, subscribed to um, some national publications, and yeah, just jumped in and just started doing it. That's so fun. And here you all are all these years later. Oh. <laughs> and can you tell us about your sourcing philosophy? So who do you get the items from in your baskets? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, my business model was to stick within the Oregon borders um, for foods when I first started out. Um, And what I hadn't really realized was that a lot of them were ending up being um, small women-owned businesses around Oregon. Um, Because I really like to have the the vendors that aren't necessarily going to be in Safeway when I walk in, you know, and see a whole line of them. I, I like the stuff that um, is is the from home or a smaller family owned or something like that. Um, and so that has kind of always been my focus. And then, um, I don't know, a few years in, I was just starting to think, gosh, you know what, I, I should probably like tell people that this is what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, the whole marketing thing wasn't like occurring to me. Um and so then, yeah, then I just started um, putting together collections and I call it the women owned collection. And I put that on, on my website and boy, I got to tell you, people lose their minds. <laughs> they really, they really get so excited about it. And then they're, I mean, sometimes they don't even care what I'm putting in the, the gift box or the gift mm-hmm. basket. They're just like, if it's a woman owned company, we're happy to support them. And, you know, they just say, go for it. Um, so I do love that part. Um, but the yeah, best. we we love that so much. I mean, that's like how, how and why we started the whole show too was just to promote these women-owned businesses and give women a voice. And and so you know when we saw that that's what you were doing too, that's why we wanted to chat with you. Yeah, I love it. I it just I don't know it, it ignites this like that fire in my belly where I just I I see like I'll get a new vendor and they're new and they're brand new and. Um, so we end up having all these conversations and then they, they go and they blossom and they, they, you know, they do great things. And it's, I, it's almost like watching my babies just, like, you know, mm-hmm. go off. Um, so for example, Moku chocolate, Maureen, um, yeah, so she's she, been on the show. Yes. She, um, she was a client over at OSU foundation before she was doing this. And, um, yeah, I, I can still remember that first order that I placed with her and just so green and so new and um she was really excited and then just to watch her just have just been killing it you know and she actually just won um entrepreneur of the year down here in Corvallis for through the chamber of commerce yay so, so it's stuff like that where I watch you know all these vendors just go on and just do such great things and I love it I absolutely love it 
Yeah, that's so wonderful. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we will come back and figure out how you find the people that you source from. We'll be right back. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of Meaningful Marketplace. With a mission to serve all Oregonians, we are committed to giving voice to those whose food and agricultural stories are not always heard. By providing access and opportunity for a more diverse and just food system, because food brings people together. Okay, and we are back. And can you tell us how you find the um, the vendors that you source items from? I, you know, a lot of times they actually find me. Um, I would say, you know, half of the phone calls I get are actually from people um, or people who know of vendors that would like to get into um, my gift baskets. Um, I remember, you know, when I first started really concentrating on this, it was it was hard to find some of the um, smaller women-owned that were, you know, working from their homes because they didn't necessarily have a website or different things. So it was really nice for them to be able to, you know, find me first because I definitely wanted to find them. And um, you bring a lot of gifts that are unique to Oregon, and you specifically have an Oregon-based um, gift basket. Can you tell us what's in that? Um, they're all Oregon-based. <laughs> um, oh, I thought you had one on your site that says, like, Oregon gift basket. <laughs> oh, no. no, every single one is all Oregon products. Um, there's nothing that is outside of Oregon. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and can you tell us about the Oregon Craft Beer Basket? That one, um, gosh, you're calling me out. I need to get on my own website to know what all is in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I I feature the the local breweries here that are here in Corvallis. We have Block 15, we have Mazama, um, because they're, you know, that was part of like the whole uh, um, approach when I first started was that I wanted to be able to address um, kind of the earth friendlier side, my carbon footprint, and try and get as many vendors that were as close to home as possible, just to cut down on on shipping and different things. So mm -hmm. um, I, we're lucky to have such great um, craft breweries here, you know, including um, Two Towns, which is also you know considered craft. So. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's great. That's that. Those are are who I focus on. Um, and so I don't have anybody outside of the Corvallis area for beer, uh, but so far that doesn't seem to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so you you are based in in Corvallis, um, in that area, and you deliver locally. I saw that you deliver yes. on campus and places like that. Where mm -hmm. um, do you most commonly deliver to in Corvallis? Is it is it campus? No, no. Um, I'm pretty heavy into the corporate side. So it is, mm -hmm. it's a lot of the businesses. Um, I actually have kind of gotten away a little bit from the um, marketing for the student side. I used to have something that was called the um, millennial collection. Um, mm -hmm. And I just, I found that I really, really, despised um, delivering on campus <laughs> because um, it's it's difficult you, you know you have to find all the little nooks to be able to go and 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 park your car but then also to track down the students is always mm -hmm. super exciting <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know I've, I've tried to not promote that as much 
And um, so, uh, some of your gift baskets have wine or beer involved. Mm-hmm. And so is that complicated with as far as shipping and delivering? You know, sometimes we have people that are thinking about adding that to their business model. And so I just want them to know, like, what to expect with that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is quite a headache. Um, and, you know, shipping, <laughs> shipping in general is the bane of my existence. Mm-hmm. You and um, me both. <laughs> gosh, gosh, yeah, we could probably have a whole other podcast <laughs> on the shipping problems. But um, yeah, no, for the, the alcohol, because um, it's so regulated, um, and with really outdated um, liquor laws, um, there's there's just a lot to it. And so there's certain states that you can't ship to, and there's only certain states that have the reciprocal thing. Um, there are other states where you have to have um, a license that you've purchased through them that are, you know, tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so I just stick with the ones that are reciprocal and, and you know, free to me other than my, my business, um, my OLCC license, you know, mm-hmm. here in Oregon. Yeah. Um, which is is kind of a bummer when I you know get people they're like I have a aunt in such and such state and it's not one of the the ones I can ship to. Um, so that that in itself is a complication where I'll end up having to cancel orders because they didn't read the the um, the states that it was eligible to be shipped to. Um, there's that. There's also that um, both FedEx and UPS have different rules on alcohol as well. Um, so they used to, um, I used to be able to go to the FedEx and drop off any gift with alcohol, you know, a shipping box with alcohol. Um, and then that changed. So now I have to, you know, pay for them to come and pick it up. Um, so it's just, you know, it's just, it's challenging. Yeah. The normal complications of a business it's, it's, and how do you overcome that? You know, that's one of my, one one time I shipped, uh, box of sauce but it was in a wine box because we had a wine box here because you know I make the spicy wine that I don't ship but um, I tried to ship something in a wine box and they refused to send it even though it was not wine and I had to go up to the because it went from my house to up to the UPS like you know central shipping department and I had to go up and swap out the box for them to be able to ship it yeah no that does not surprise (laughs) me at all I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even with a license and you know when I've had I I can count maybe 3 times I've had a bottle break. Um and even then they're just like are you sure you're supposed to be shipping this and I'm like yes I'm sure. <laughs> like yeah. I have a wine shippers agreement with you guys. So yeah, it, it's it, it sends them all into a tizzy but so you get it. I get it. Well, um I I uh, applaud you for being able to get through the tape of doing those kinds of things. And um, I'm sure it has all kinds of challenges, but I'm sure it's worth it once people get their orders from you. So even if people are not in the Corvallis area, I just wanted them to know that you do ship and they will have to check your website to see where it is that you ship to and what you can ship um, because wine might not be included in it or it might be. (laughs) Well, that's the other side is um, beer can only be shipped within Oregon. So that's always a bummer when people are yeah. like, no, I want to send it to California and I can't. But yeah. interestingly enough, they'll they'll ship cider though. Like you can ship cider because 
they consider it more of a more in the vein of wine is what I've been told. It's it, it's all about something about the marketing and that beer is, is marketed, they say, to possibly children. And I don't know. It was, this is whole explanation that I got. Yeah. That just made no sense. <laughs> That's a tough, that's the tough part of the gifting business, I guess, is, is figuring out where you can ship the alcohol things to, but you have plenty of options if people want right. to ship things um, that don't include those, and you can ship anywhere. Yep. Uh, so I wanted to talk about, um, I always ask this question, which is, um, what items tells your story best so for you do you have one of your collections of baskets or maybe it's just an individual product but what do you think tells your story the best oh it's definitely the women-owned collection just because that's you know in my volunteering and and things it's always been women-owned organizations and um you know that that's where my fire my belly lies so um it's it's a hundred percent a reflection of where I am, what I believe in, and what I like to support. And what kinds of things are in that basket right now, or or have you featured before? If you can't remember exactly what's in it, that's fine. But just tell us some different um, things that would be in the women-owned bis- business basket. Um, a lot of those are more of the personal care items. So, you know, the handmade soaps and lotions. Um, there are some foods in there. Um, I have a bunch of ladies that are over in Bend, which I love. They've been mm-hmm. with me since the beginning. Um, homemade toffee and Justy's jelly and inspired leaf um, have been from the beginning with me. Um, and they're always so supportive. Um, but yeah, there's the, it's, it's a lot of handcrafted things that have been a lot of love and care have been put into. and you know, so it's all top quality, all just amazing products. And I'm so proud to be able to put that stuff out and represent my business. Perfect. Uh, and I always like to ask people how big their team is. Is it just you or <laughs> do you have other helpers? <laughs> uh, well, there's my cardboard guy, which is my husband. Um, <laughs> I've got a cardboard guy too, and he's my husband. <laughs> yeah, that's. I have a lot of cardboard in my business. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so there. He's he's does that. Um, mostly, it's I. Well, I had a minion, but she she moved away to Hawaii. Like I don't know why she'd want to move to Hawaii, but she did. <laughs> Um, and then I actually, here's the, the secret is, um, having friends that really love to be crafty, um, and will do whatever you want for just a bottle of wine. So, (laughs) you know, when I have the orders of 500, you know, they come over and, and, and help out. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. I love that. That's, um, we always have that, like when, you know, our time that we get a lot of orders and this is probably similar for you, but maybe yours come a little bit later. But if I, um, you know, I'm getting holiday orders for stores that are, are bigger, those usually come in in October for me. Mm-hmm. So in October, that is when I definitely invite my friends over to help me like <laughs> put stickers on things or fold together gift packs or whatever it is. And there's definitely wine involved and that's how mm-hmm. I get them to come over and help me out. Yep. I make no financial, like major financial decisions from October through December because of the lack of sleep. And and, and (laughs) I'm just, you know, a little crazy during that time. So you get it. (laughs) Totally. 
Um, we like to talk about what it's like to be a small business owner right now. Um, so what are, you know, how are things going for you? What are your biggest challenges? How are you feeling about being a business owner at this time? Um, so I, I was one of the very fortunate ones over the pandemic that was extremely busy, um, because, you know, everybody was doing their, um, meetings virtual. And so they were sending gift boxes that they all could enjoy for the meetings. And so I, I had the best year ever. Um, that first, I think it was 2021. Um, and, you know, that, that was great. But then, you know, getting back out was great. But now I find that I have to get back out again and and remarket myself again. And, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just me. So people have to go, oh, yeah, that gift basket lady, they see me and then it, it leads to to orders. But um, I think I think the biggest challenge um, currently, yeah, is just kind of figuring out that and the supply chain issues, because everything has increased in price, and getting them in the colors and the designs and the different things that I've already, you know, curated, you know, specifically for all these different companies, don't necessarily have those items available anymore. Um, So that that's been the biggest headache, I think, is is having to go back, redo that stuff. Um, but, you know, fortunately, most of my clients are very flexible. They understand the challenges. And although they're bummed that they can't get that real cute container anymore, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they're usually pretty cool. But it, it, I'm a people pleaser. So, of course, I'm like, want them to be, you know, satisfied. And it's it's kind of stressful. Yeah. I and I don't know that I see it changing too much, but I've I've also figured that um or found that people are a little more flexible than they used to be. So even if sometimes I have to use a different color lid or I have to use a different bottle, it's definitely things that I would not have done before, but um but now I will and then I'll just explain it to customers and be like, you know, supply chain issues, I'm trying to do my best and here's what I have to offer you and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, okay, get it." You know, I think we have to be, we all have to be a little less hard on ourselves maybe than we were before. Right, exactly. And, and, you know, some of it too is because it's cost and, and those Mm -hmm. things are a lot more expensive, you know, they can get them, but I say, well, you know, if you want to pay, you know, another 20 bucks for that, that'd be great. Usually they're, they become much more flexible. Yeah, They're like, oh no, I'll go with what, what you got. Right, exactly. (laughs) And what's your favorite part about your job and your business? Um, I think the flexibility, you know, because I'm I'm lucky enough to have a shop on my home property, um, you know, that I, I do get to get up in the morning, be in my pajamas, get my coffee and rolling out to work. You know, that to me is just freedom. And mm-hmm. um, it's just a great start of the day to have that kind of stressless thing to not have to worry about what I look like. Um, I mean, eventually I do because I do eventually have to go out. And, but you know, for those days that I don't, it's 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 very nice. I like that. Um, and then just the other side is the opportunity that it's all given me to meet so many different people and have so many things. And um, actually, one of the things that I wanted to say to Sarah not being here is um, it was actually through the OSU Food um, Innovation Center that I got one of my biggest opportunities um, because they referred me. Um, I had gotten a uh, contacted by uh, her name, 
uh, is Deborah Smith, and she's a producer, and she produced a movie that starred Anna Camp, and it was, um, oh, what was the name of the movie? Um, of course, it's escaping me now. <laughs> but anyway, I got I got a film credit from it because um, they had contacted me about doing gift baskets for the cast. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and so, and that was absolutely direct result from um, the Food Innovation Center. You know, and I get the emails and stuff, and I was just like, wow, I didn't even know they really knew who I was, you know? (laughs) So it was super exciting, and we all went up to um, Portland for the um, uh, viewing of it. Is it called Here a While? Here a While, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) I just Um, Googled it. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, any other day I could tell you that name is just... Yeah. If you're under pressure to know all the answers right now. (laughs) I know. But yeah, so we went to this this, um, viewing and um, there were all these other food vendors that had gotten um, invited to to also donate like during the time that they were filming up in Portland. So we all like sat together and we all waited, you know, at the end and all saw our credits come through and, you know, kind of high-fiving each other. Oh, that's so fun. It was so neat. It was such a great experience. And um, I actually became friends with Deborah, you know, who we just hit it off from the beginning. And um, yeah, that was just so amazing. So it's it's things like that, that like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have ever had that opportunity if I wasn't doing this business, right? Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, it was fantastic. I love that. I think about those things all the time because, um, you know, I used to be a social worker and there's not a lot of um, fun things that you get to go do. <laughs> you usually have a lot of like court hearings and family mm-hmm. intervention planning meetings mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But then when I get to go to something like your movie experience or like, you know, different award shows or things like that, it's always such a fun life where I'm like, I am really glad that I made this decision to make this shift and this change because how cool is this? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And so there was another opportunity where um, I didn't actually get to go to Broadway, but um, my gift boxes were given to the cast of um, Frozen. Oh, I saw that on your Instagram. That's so cool. Right. So even though I wasn't there, I still got super excited about that because I'm just some lady doing, you know, gift baskets out of her backyard. (laughs) So It was it was very exciting, and obviously I I have to like tell everybody about it, so you know because it gives me a little street cred, right? Yeah, I love it. And how do you usually find your clients? Um, you mentioned those two incidences where it's usually like through someone. Is that how you usually find your like corporate clients, or do you like advertise? How do you usually find them? Uh, it's usually people I know, um, or know other people who work for this company. Company, and then mm-hmm. that company gives out the gifts and then whoever got those gifts and, you know, then they want to use me. And so it just kind of goes from there. Um, just because the stuff inside is super high quality. It's not, um, it's not, it's not something that they're going to forget about, you know? Yeah. It's um, very special. So it's more like um, just through who you're already gifting to than other people want to gift the same thing. Pretty much. And, you know, cause my social media, you know, being a a solopreneur, you know, there's 50,000 things that could be done better. And that is definitely one of them. It's not something I spend 
ton of time on, um, I could probably hire somebody and, and bring them in and they could do wonders with it. Definitely word of mouth and um, just me getting out there and, and promoting me and my business. You know, it's just the daily grind. Just yeah. Go into everything and making sure people don't forget about me. And um, this is the final question. Do you have any advice for people that are currently dreaming up a business? We have a lot of people who are thinking about what they want to do and they listen to the show. Oh, they should just do it. I mean, like like me, I didn't know what, I mean, exercise sports science. I mean, that that does not teach you to be a gift basket lady. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's there's so much support out there and people want to want to help. They want to see you successful. They want to do everything they can, you know, to, to help you. And that's what I found. And that's, that's, I guess that's what I'd say is just don't get all the excuses that we get caught up in our head and, oh, but I can't do this. And what about this? And, you know, we like to, to shoot ourselves in the foot a little bit and um, yeah, it, they just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, thank you for joining us on the show today. Let's tell people one more time where they can um, purchase your baskets. At bellavinogifts.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-V-I-N-O gifts.com. Perfect. Well, thanks for taking the time to chat with us. We'll make sure people are connected to you. It was great to hear your story. And thanks for supporting local women businesses. Thank you so much. We record Masonian Marshall live every week. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Thank you to our audio engineer, Lon, and our production assistant, Chelsea. If you would like to be a guest on the show, you can send us a DM on our Instagram, Masonian Marshall. We will be back next week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn, launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.